When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4patriots.com slash huff, that's the number 4, patriots with an S, dot com slash huff, and see the current list of specials, but hurry, these deals don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to 4patriots.com slash huff. An underperforming sales team can wreak havoc on your business. But what if the solution isn't finding the right people, but is helping your people become the right people? My friends at Sales Arbiter provide hands-on coaching and training designed to help your current sales team achieve success. They've helped our team immensely And I think they can help your team too. If your sales team is struggling to grow in this competitive business environment, visit our friends at salesarbiter.com today. Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism. And listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. Well, that is right, my friends. You have tuned in to America's one and only home for conservative, not bitter talk and education, by the way. You're providing a free, free, folks, this is what, you know, the next time the left tells you that there needs to be free education, you tell them. You tell them to tune in to the Todd Huff Show because we are already providing that. Isn't it a fantastic thing that we already have answers to the radical leftist demands? Email, thoughts, questions, comments, opinions, feedback, and yes, of course, adoration and praise can be sent to Todd at ToddHuffShow.com or you can connect with us on our online community. I invite you to do that. We're adding to that community on a regular basis, building it, community.toddhuffshow.com. I want to start today, as we wrap up the week, I want to start with this dog and pony show. And I'm not going to do the entire program. I'm not going to devote the entire program to the January 6th hearings. But my instincts tell me, my instincts tell me that the vast majority of you, perhaps even all of you, have not tuned into this. And I, I that's not the, the wrong move to make. Now, of course, if a leftist is listening, tuning in, a liberal, welcome to the program. I used to say I don't care what you think. I do want to persuade you to accept the truth of constitutional conservative values and principles. Uh, but even if you don't, we don't hate you. Just think the opposite of today's leaders in the Democrat Party. Um. But it's, I, I know, I know, folks think, oh my goodness, this is serious. I mean, we almost had our government collapse, Todd. We had an insurrection. <sighs> I. That is not what happened, and folks, I have. I've said I, I <laughs> I've said so much about this. This, or I've, I've repeated this comment so much. I'm almost at 
It takes a lot to exhaust me, but I'm almost at my wit's end with this. To me, this this should be something that every human being on planet Earth agrees agrees on. And that is if someone is doing something that violates a law, right? A law that is I guess I should add a law that does not violate our liberties, but a legitimate law, a law that is constitutional. If somebody is violating a law, whether they voted for the same person we did, whether they voted for the person we didn't, whether they are a radical leftist or a conservative or a libertarian or um, an agnostic, a Christian, a Muslim, a Sikh, someone who's Jewish, Hindu, whatever, whatever their color, whatever their sexual orientation, whatever their gender, whatever, any of those things. If, they, if there's evidence to suggest a crime was committed, and this may be radical for today's world, I don't know, I, it's not to you, but to the rest of the world, this might be crazy and extreme, but that person should face justice, right? Whether or not, no matter what, no matter who they are, no matter if we like them, no matter if they are someone who voted with us or not or any of those things, we should 100% say that justice should be served. And there's a process. Incidentally, there's a process for this, right? There's a thing called due, due process, there, it, there are a series of steps that law enforcement are supposed to take and courts are supposed to make sure are taken appropriately to protect the rights and liberty of the person being accused. And the founders were very meticulous in a lot of this stuff. They understood what happened when a government acted in a manner that was abusive. They understood what happened when charges were created out of thin air or amplified and magnified and distorted and everything else so that they could simply go after people who were their political enemies. So I don't care if the person's name is Hillary Clinton, Donald Trump, Joseph Biden, Kamala Harris. If I could do a Kamala impression, I would. There's some people on social media that nail Kamala Harris. Mm-hmm. Okay, that kind of stuff. I love it. Funny, the cackle and all that. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's Biden falling off his bicycle or stumbling up the stairs to Air Force One. It doesn't matter if there is evidence, then the person should be, justice should be pursued. And if there's, if there's not, there shouldn't be. Conversely, just because a person disagrees with us politically, is on the other side of the political spectrum in the aisle, Whatever, look different, think different, have different values. Just because any of those things might be the case, we shouldn't try to force a situation where there, where we claim that there's evidence just because we don't like what a person stands for or we don't agree with their values or whatever. This, this is stuff that our children, I'm guessing your children, I mean, this. these are things that they just need to hear, that they need to hear said. They understand this concept intuitively because it is, it is a just concept. 
And we are so far away from this now in 2022. In fact, I was thinking about this as I was getting ready today. Do you remember? Let me see here. Here we go. You remember the faux fears? Faux, F-A-U-X, faux, like fake, made up, fabricated fears. I'm going to reference here an article or a, um, I guess this is an editorial, although in the modern world of media, editorials and columns and articles are all the same thing. The Los Angeles Times, this is back in November 2016. Headline, call to, quote, lock her up. Remember this? Lock her up puts Trump in a bind over his threat to prosecute Hillary Clinton. Now, if you remember and you go back in time, go back in time, and we were talking about, we talked about these things on the program back in 2016 before the election. Uh, I don't know if it started. We started this program in 15. In fact, we are rapidly approaching our, what are we? The Here in in about six weeks or so, six, seven weeks, the seventh year of this program. So you can go back to the archives to August of 2015. That's when we started, August 10th, I think, to be exact. As a podcast started in, I always got to be careful how I say this, my wife's closet in our bedroom. I used to say my wife's bedroom closet, but that sounded like we had different rooms. And even though she probably would have been wise to do that, we didn't have two rooms. We had different closets within the same room. Anyway, that's where we started broadcasting or uh, podcasting from back in the day. And I remember talking about some of these things, right? I remember these very calls. And so on the one side, there's justice. So if the things that Hillary Clinton was accused of doing back with the Clinton Foundation, remember this, selling um, basically access uh, to herself as Secretary of State and favors, if that sort of stuff happened, then justice should be pursued. If someone says Hillary should be locked up just because she's politically different than us, that's not a good thing, right? This should go without saying, but it has to be said in 2022 because it is so politically divisive and people are blinded by their rage. But in 2016, the LA Times was concerned that President Trump was going to walk into the White House and then send, I guess, the Gustapo to Hillary's Hillary's door, which reminds me that, remember the email server? All this stuff's coming back to me. She, she had the email server that she put in the bathroom closet, and it didn't have a firewall, and she thought because it had four walls and then a door that she could lock in that bathroom closet, she thought this server is safe. No one can hack it. And, of course, that's not what happened and WikiLeaks and all this sort of stuff. I'm not going to go through all that. But whatever the allegations, whatever happened, the question is simply what does the evidence demand? Does the evidence suggest that something should be done? And so that's where Trump, <laughs> to in front of the crowds, Trump would say crooked Hillary. Remember this? Crooked Hillary needs to be locked up. And the crowds would say lock her up, lock her up. To which I would say, if justice demands that she face those sorts of charges and go through the process, that's one thing. But simply locking up your political opponents is something altogether different. Whether Trump is the nominee and president or whether Biden is, right? This is 
mind-boggling in its simplicity and its truth. So in 2016, in 2016, LA Times was all worried that Trump was going to roll into the White House and lock Hillary Clinton up, which of course he did not do. He did not do. Now there are people who have said that Trump wanted to see her investigated and prosecuted. And again, it's all, if, if someone's claiming that that should be done because they're a political opponent, that's terrible. If someone is saying, hey, this should be done because this is what the evidence seems to suggest to me, that's something altogether different. Context, it turns out, who would have thought, matters. Context and actual evidence matters. So that's when I think about January 6th. That's the first thing that I think about. And I, context matters. And just because, just because the professional deceivers in the media and the Dramacrats who are running this committee by themselves, by the way, right? They have Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney on there, but there's no other checks and balances. And I referenced this maybe yesterday or the day before. The, the, the entire um, legal system in this country, and bear with me, I understand this is a political procedure, this, this hearing, but it also bears some resemblance to what a fair and just legal process should look like. Um, the system is adversarial, which means everybody in the room shouldn't be hoping for one particular outcome. In a court case, in a criminal trial, for example, you have the prosecution who believes the evidence shows that the defendant uh, committed a crime or a series of crimes, and they present evidence. The defense attorney's job is to prevent or to, to defend the rights of the accused, the defendant, his or her client, and to, you know, again, ensure that their rights are protected, that the, the trial is run, I mean, the judge is presiding over the trial, but if there's things that are happening that shouldn't be happening, the defendant, uh, the defense attorney should make objections and, you know, make it known that this should not be allowed to happen. And then there's a judge who's trying to remain impartial, or, uh, impartial, right? And to make sure that the rules are followed. And then you've got the jury who's supposed to listen to the evidence. The defense attorney, by the way, their job is to try to make sure that the burden of proof is reached. Well, they don't, to make sure that they question the, you know, make the jury think about that. If they can get people to see that there's another explanation besides the case laid out by the prosecution, then the jury should find the defendant not guilty. There's the burden of proof, reasonable doubt, all this stuff, preponderance of the evidence. And there's a process, and, and there's different parties that are doing different things, but it's all to try to ensure justice. When you go to this January 6th hearing, and again, I know that this is not a courtroom. I understand that. I actually wish more people did understand that. If they saw this as a stage, which is what it is, to the Dramacrats running the January 6th uh, commission or committee, then they would view this differently. It should resemble, though, more of a courtroom setting. You're, you're you know, swearing to tell the whole truth, nothing but the truth, when you stand up there. Um, but it doesn't resemble a courtroom. It resembles more something that you would find um, in a performance or something you would find at CNN. I, ironically, I'm 
on CNN.com here. I'm going to go back to an article in the next segment because i got to take a time out here. But I want you to, with all that being said, and with, you know, you're supposed to have a media who is presenting information, right? The press is supposed to share information and then let people hear information and process it and come to their own conclusions. The press is supposed to ask objective questions. They're not supposed to act as the PR firm, as they typically do for today's Democrat Party, the radical left. And so when these things get out of whack, we have a mess. And it's really why people have no faith in their government. They have no faith in their government because, and I'm not here to give a free pass to Republicans because Republicans have done this too. They have. I don't think, again, not to the level and not... Uh, not to the amount, I guess. Not not to the same. It's it's not a hundred percent of the Republicans. I think right now it's darn near a hundred percent of the Democrats, which is why I call them the Dramacrats. And it's it just erodes the public trust in the process and in the people. And then on top of that, to make matters worse, people begin to think there's something wrong with the actual system when it's not the system. It's the people who have been put in positions of power within that system that are the problem. Both parties, by the way, and I would include these um, for different reasons, maybe yes and no. Um, the 14 Republicans who are in the Senate who are on board with the, um, with the gun legislation that appears to be ready to pass the Senate, go to the House, and be signed into law here in short order by the uh, Biden administration. Anyway, I don't want to conflate those two issues, but I want to go through this. I want to talk about this January 6th dog and pony show. Next segment, I want to get into other things later in the program. But first, we've got to take a quick timeout, my friends. You're listening here to Conservative Not Bitter Talk. I am your host, Todd Huff. Back in just a minute. When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4patriots.com slash huff, that's the number 4, patriots with an S, dot com slash huff, and see the current list of specials, but hurry, these deals don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to 4patriots.com slash huff. An underperforming sales team can wreak havoc on your business. But what if the solution isn't finding the right people, but is helping your people become the right people? My friends at Sales Arbiter provide hands-on coaching and training designed to help your current sales team achieve success. They've helped our team immensely and I think they can help your team too. If your sales team is struggling to grow in this competitive business environment, visit our friends at salesarbiter.com today. We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944. <laughs> 
Welcome back, my friends. By the way, as we talk about this January 6th commission, I would be doing a major disservice to you if I did not remind you that we're still um, gauging interest for those who would want to watch 2,000 Mules online in our online community with uh, with me, with other folks in the community, uh, be able to chat throughout the documentary uh, through the online chat feature, I think we can we can do that. I got to test some things to be cut quite candid with you, uh, but I think I, that we can do that. And then the other thing would be possibly have a discussion group that I could host um, with the group afterwards. If you're interested in that, what I would like for you to do, if you have not done this already, simply text the word mules m u l e s mules for two thousand mules mules m u l e s. Text that to 317-210-2830. 317-210-2830. Text the word mules. It doesn't matter where you are. It's going to be an online um, event, so you can join us from anywhere. If you're listening on Freedom 95 in Indianapolis, great. If you're listening on Red State Talk Radio anywhere around the world, great. If you're listening on our podcast, Anywhere around the world, we welcome you to do that. Text MULES to 317-210-2830. So, I was looking at some things that CNN had posted. Today, or excuse me, yesterday was day five of the January 6th hearings, right? And, And I just, the power of the way that this is framed. The power of the way that this is framed. And I want to go back, CNN... CNN has a page devoted to, uh, in fact, I'm looking at a headline here. I've got the link, of course, in our stack of stuff, which is on our community page. But um, ba, 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 ba. headline of this particular section says, here are the key takeaways from the fifth day of January 6th hearings. So if you read that article, there's a link to another article that they posted back in November, November 5th of 2021. So this is, what, six months ago. This was roughly a year after after the election. Okay, so they this is in their list of articles linking out from the summary of, to, of yesterday's events. There's a link to this article written by a guy named Marshall Cohen who is described on CNN's page as a journalist. Now, these words have meaning, right? It's one of the things Rush always used to say. Words mean things. They do. If they don't mean things, then why do we choose to say them? Why don't we just say, you know, a bunch of gibberish and just random syllables? We're trying to communicate an idea from our minds into someone else's minds. If words don't mean anything, then how in the world can we expect the vehicle from my mind to go through this microphone, go out over the airwaves or over the internet or whatever, and land on your ears to be processed by your mind? If those words don't mean anything, then what in the world are we even doing? Why are we even trying to communicate? The whole, the whole concept of communication means that I have a concept that I want to impart or vice versa. You have something you want to share with me. And there's an idea or a thought or a message or whatever. 
So words mean things. Journalists are not supposed to be editorialists. Journalists are supposed to tell us information without inserting themselves or their opinions in a particular article. It's one of the reasons why, even though I would, <laughs> I'm going to tell you that I think, boy, I'm more objective. I'm more objective than Marshall Cohen. I've never done a name. I've, I've, I've said the, the fake news media maybe before, but I've never mentioned someone. Marshall Cohen, if you're listening to my voice, I'm more <laughs> objective than you, and I'm telling you that I am a that I have a point I want to make. I'm just not sharing information. I'm not a journalist. I am someone who is sharing with you what I think about a particular issue, topic, whatever. Marshall Cohen, on the other hand, and a ton of other people at CNN and a ton of other people at MSNBC and a ton of other people at the New York Times and a ton of other people at the New York or the uh, Washington Post, on down the list. They all want to be pretend journalists who are really editorialists. I want, I want you to know that I'm trying to persuade. I'm not just sharing information. I'm sharing information because I've come to a conclusion. That's not what a journalist should do. So I want you to listen to this stuff. This is supposed to be coming from a journalist, a journalist talking about what happened on January the 6th. Here it is. Timeline of the coup. <laughs> timeline of the coup. That's the, Again, this is back from written in, in November. But timeline of the coup. That's You talk about a politically loaded statement. So we've already established in the mind of Marshall Cohen, who's supposed to be an independent free-thinking journalists, which, of course, we know they're not. But still, they don't even try to hide it anymore. Coup, coup means that Trump was trying to overthrow the government. So he's concluded, he has concluded what Trump's intentions were. He's already, he, sh he shouldn't be allowed to cover January 6th because he's already concluded whatever the Democrats on that committee and Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney, who are also... I mean, they call themselves Republicans, but they have a lot more in common with the Democrats today anyway. But he's already admitting, hey, I'll be your mouthpiece here. Hey, I believe the same things you believe. Hey, I'm down with spinning this narrative to help you accomplish your mission. This is what, this is what Marshall Cohen is. I'm just telling you, he can get ticked about it. I don't care. This is undeniable, just from this article alone. Timeline of the coup. How Trump tried to weaponize the Justice Department and overturn the 2020 election. Now, if Marshall Cohen is a editorial writer, okay, but I'm just I'm went to his page right now. Marshall Cohen got his picture up here, blue CNN background. He's kind of he's smiling, looking at the camera, and it says reporter. Reporters report information. Does that does that sound like reporting to you? Then down here it says Marshall Cohen is a CNN reporter based in Washington. That is fake. That is not based on what I just read. The headline alone, Marshall Cohen is not a reporter. I'll say it again. Marshall Cohen is not a reporter. It's fine if Marshall Cohen wants to tell you what he thinks, but don't call yourself a reporter. True. If someone's really a reporter, we don't even know what they think. That's the whole point. I'm not a journalist. I'm not... A reporter, Marshall Cohen, pretends that he is, but yet he's an editorialist. He's someone who's trying to make a point to, you know, to, to further a particular idea. That's not what reporters do. So 
this is dangerous. This is dangerous because he's trying to, this is why I call him professional deceivers because he's pretending to be something he's clearly not. So I, I'm, I don't want to go through this the whole time. And you can go to the show notes page and you can find this article and you can read it. But the concept here, how they frame this, Trump, the, the, the framing of CNN is we have our quote-unquote journalists talk about the coup, how Trump tried to weaponize the Justice Department and overturn the 2020 election, but it's a fair and unbiased process in the House, right? We have to hear the evidence that they're collecting and presenting. There's no opposition representation there. There's no adversarial system. Everybody sitting on that committee desires for Trump to face whatever consequence they can get the Justice Department to take, whatever they hope to maybe make it so that he's considered some sort of uh, uh, enemy combatant, <laughs> someone who's tried to overturn uh, the election and therefore becomes disqualified from running in the 2024 election. There, there's a point to all of this. And if, if nothing else, it gives them an opportunity to change the political narrative and to, to shift the goalposts because of the unmitigated dumpster fire these radicals have caused for this, this wonderful nation. Inflation, high gas prices, open southern border, Afghanistan debacle, money were thrown out the window left and right, Biden falling off of bikes and stumbling upstairs to Air Force One. Those are the least of our worries. But you look at the dumpster fire. So if they can make it sound like this, just think about it this way. Think how dramatic they have to be. Think how dramatic they have to be about January 6th to even compete with what you and what I am experiencing every day in the radical left's America. They have to say that the former president was trying to overthrow the government. That's how dramatic it has to be to distract or to try to distract from the hell that their policies and I'm not even going to say ideas, but their policies and feelings that are put into legislation and put into into policy are causing for the average American person, American citizen today. So this is, this is what they've resorted to. This is why I call it a dog and pony show. I'm not going to go through it. I told you I wasn't going to talk about this all program. I'm not. I'm done. It's on the stack of stuff in the, in the community at community.tidehubshow.com. You start a free account. You can read this, read this article, comment on it, whatever you want to do. But I've got to take a time out, my friends. You're listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff. Back in just a minute. When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4patriots.com huff, that's the number 4patriots with an S, dot com slash huff, and see the current list of specials, but hurry, these deals don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to 4patriots.com slash huff. An underperforming sales team can wreak havoc on your business. But what if the solution isn't finding the right people, but is helping your people become the right people? My friends at Sales Arbiter provide hands-on coaching and training designed to help your current sales team achieve success. They've helped our team immensely 
and I think they can help your team too. If your sales team is struggling to grow in this competitive business environment, visit our friends at salesarbiter.com today. We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944. Welcome back, my friends. We're moving on from the January 6th, excuse me, um, dog and pony show. And again, again, this should go without saying, I said something similar to this off the top. If... If there's evidence that someone committed a crime January 6th or any other time for that matter, say on election day, say there's evidence that someone finds in 2,000 mules, just hypothetically, or that someone uh, like Dinesh D'Souza documents in 2,000 mules, people should be held accountable for that as well. And there were bad things that happened on January 6th. There were bad things that happened on Election Day. If they're crimes, they should be, justice should be sought. If they um, were not crimes, they shouldn't be amplified to be something that they are not. This, again, is the most basic and common sense thing I feel like I've said on this program um, about this that perplexes me. Well, it doesn't when I think about how the left thinks or feels. They don't want to they don't want to admit that because they have a political narrative here. But this is something everybody should agree with. The simplicity of that truth. We all know that to be true. We all know that to be true, right? That's just the way that it should be. But the idea, and I said this last week, I think it was last week, the idea that January 6th was almost the collapse of this country is beyond ridiculous. We have to stop this. Incidentally, there used to be a time that when things like this would happen, or if things like this happened, whatever it is, I mean, just anecdotally or analogously, let's just say, um, that you didn't want to overstate the capabilities of your opponents. And so you you wouldn't talk about Things like, wow, our opponents almost overthrew the government. But today we do the opposite. Something that happened on January 6th is magnified to this moment that's equal in the minds of some of these lunatics that January 6th is the equivalent to Pearl Harbor Day or to 9-11. These folks, some of these folks have literally said this. That is beyond... That There is no way that a rational human being could come to those conclusions. No matter what your political affiliation, it, that hyperbole doesn't even begin. Exaggeration doesn't even begin to dis- explain that level of miscommunicating or lying about what actually happened. If crimes are committed, they should be 
prosecuted or whatever, whatever is justified by the law, right? But we shouldn't act like the United States was on the verge of collapse that day and that Trump was about to be insert himself as a fascist lifetime dictator. It is ridiculous. They act like these things are equivalent for when, you know, Hitler made some of his moves in Nazi Germany. I mean, it's, it's just, it's beyond stupid to listen to this stuff. And now they got a whole committee committed to it, and they've got willing accomplices in the media, professional deceivers, a lot of them at CNN. I went through some of that um, last couple of segments. Anyway, timeout is in order. When we get back, I want to talk Supreme Court. I want to talk about a couple things that are on the docket. Still waiting on the Dobbs case, which could potentially overturn the Roe versus Wade and Casey cases. We'll talk about that uh, in the time that we have left here today, my friends. Sit tight. Back here in just a minute. When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4patriots.com huff, that's the number 4patriots with an S, dot com slash huff, and see the current list of specials, but hurry, these deals don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to 4patriots.com slash huff. An underperforming sales team can wreak havoc on your business. But what if the solution isn't finding the right people, but is helping your people become the right people? My friends at Sales Arbiter provide hands-on coaching and training designed to help your current sales team achieve success. They've helped our team immensely And I think they can help your team too. If your sales team is struggling to grow in this competitive business environment, visit our friends at salesarbiter.com today. We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since hit this quickly in the time that we have uh, remaining here. So first and foremost, we have um, a lot of good things that are happening with the Supreme Court. I don't have time to go through it in a lot of detail, but suffice it to say this. Supreme Court is doing things that it should have done long ago. These are the things that the actions that we've seen, some of them, that the court has taken are things that the court, again, these cases, it wasn't like you know, these cases existed before now, but the the types of things that we're seeing, maybe this is the better way to say it, is the way the court should have been acting for a long time because the court was traditionally used through judicial activism to create legislation that did not exist. I would include Roe versus Wade in that. Um, they they find law or they they find rights that are not mentioned in the Constitution, and then they create legislation to protect that right as in the case of Roe with abortion, um, they can't find certain things that are clearly in the document, 
Second Amendment, for example. Um, I don't know if you saw, but the New York State Rifle and Piston uh, Pistol, excuse me, Association versus Bruin. That case, which was the uh, ruling, was handed down yesterday or released. I guess I should say yesterday, and it found that people in that these these laws that are preventing people from carrying handguns in New York are concealed carry restrictions are unconstitutional. In fact, headline here, post-millennial Supreme Court strikes down New York concealed carry restrictions. The vote was six to three. Opinion written by Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas. Basically, if you read, well, if you're familiar with the case, I don't have time to go through it, um, in detail, but essentially a couple of adult men, law-abiding citizens of the state of New York, they tried to get um, concealed carry permits. They were denied. They were denied because of the way that the state uh, basically s- arbitrarily almost says that you, you have to prove why you need one. And so in the majority opinion, Clarence Thomas wrote New York's proper cause requirement, which means you have to have a proper cause based determined by the state as to whether or not you can carry a handgun for personal protection or for whatever, or just to carry a handgun, you're, exercise your Second Amendment right. Clarence Thomas wrote, New York's proper cause requirement violates the 14th Amendment by preventing law-abiding citizens with ordinary self-defense needs from exercising their Second Amendment right to keep and bear arms in public for self-defense. That is really the statement... That says it all, effectively. It's a long opinion, but you can read the, the whole thing if you want. It's 135 pages, I believe. Um, so that's good news. Um, I mentioned the Dobbs case, which, again, is the case that um, the court ca- or the, the ruling, a draft of the ruling was released from this case earlier, a couple of, uh, gee, a month or so ago. They, they released it. Some leftist, make no mistake, some clerk or even Supreme Court justice. I mean, these are the people that have it. I'm just, these are the people that had access to it. And these are the people who benefited from the increased pressure that was applied on the court. Remember, this is what led to groups like, uh, what is it, Ruth sent us or whatever silly name they came up with to, to dox, to dox the Supreme Court justices online and to tell people where they lived and then they show up and then one of those radicals tried to uh, well had plans to kill assassinate Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh who by the way uh, was stopped by two good guys with a gun I'm gonna say that as long as I can but that's what happened um, remember Nancy Pelosi and the house didn't want to give additional protections for families of Supreme Court members as all this stuff's all this stuff's going on. That particular case has not been uh, decided yet and well, it's it's imminent. I mean, it's going to be released. I think they're releasing more rulings today, Friday. And if not, I mean, I don't they release things on certain days. I don't have the calendar in front of me, but it's going to be almost certainly by the end of June, that's when it's scheduled to end. That's where um, this this session, I guess, or uh, of, of the court 
is going to end. So here in the next week, we're going to know the ruling on this. And they're calling for all sorts. They, the radical leftist groups, are calling for all sorts of violence and crazy stuff in the wake of that if it is actually overturned. So got to take a time out, out of time here. Come back and wrap up in just a minute. When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4patriots.com slash huff, that's the number 4, patriots with an S, dot com slash huff, and see the current list of specials, but hurry, these deals don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to 4 slash huff. An underperforming sales team can wreak havoc on your business. But what if the solution isn't finding the right people, but is helping your people become the right people? My friends at Sales Arbiter provide hands-on coaching and training designed to help your current sales team achieve success. They've helped our team immensely and I think they can help your team too. If your sales team is struggling to grow in this competitive business environment, visit our friends at salesarbiter.com today. We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944. All right, my friends. Unfortunately, that is all the time that we have. Now, there's another... Case. I don't have time to talk about it, but I put a link. I put a link in our stack of stuff. Again, you can find the stack of stuff at community.tothuffshow.com. If you go to the stack of stuff for today, June 24th, and you look up, uh, bah, 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 bah. yeah, there's a bullet in there that says Supreme Court decision on Border Patrol and search of seizures. I've been asked about this. I thought. Um, this summary that was done by this attorney was great, so I've got it there. Just out of time. Folks, have a great weekend. Thanks so much for listening. SDGC Monday. Take care. When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4patriots.com slash huff, that's the number 4, patriots with an S, dot com slash huff, and see the current list of specials, but hurry, these deals don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to 4patriots.com slash huff. An underperforming sales team can wreak havoc on your business. But what if the solution isn't finding the right people, but is helping your people become the right people? My friends at Sales Arbiter provide hands-on coaching and training designed to help your current sales team achieve success. They've helped our team immensely, and I think they can help your team too. If your sales team is struggling to grow in this competitive business environment, visit our friends at salesarbiter.com today.